This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello, everybody. Long time no see. It's Tom Burgoyne. It's backstage with Burgoyne and Braves. We're back. I'm here with my partner, John Brazier. John, how you doing over there? I'm doing great, Tom. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> when's the last, we've talked a lot, but I don't it, think I've really seen you in a long time. It has been a while, and I thought, you know, we should start out uh, by telling everybody, all our listeners, our loyal listeners, and thank you for tuning in. Uh, we've missed you very much, right, John? Haven't we missed our loyal listeners? We really have. <laughs> I've heard from some of our listeners saying, when are you guys going to be back on? Yeah. And I had to say, well, we're two um, uh, <laughs> idiots as far as technology goes. And we actually had a great backstage of Burgoyne and Brage probably about two months ago with Aaron Rowan, told great stories talked about uh, all kinds of things with Aaron Rowan. That's inside stuff from the clubhouse, running into the wall and, and going into the Eagles suite and watching the Philly, or Eagles game. And then we, uh, what, we lost it. We didn't lose it. We just couldn't air it because it wasn't uh, of, of uh, it wasn't up to Rob Brooks's uh, quality. It wasn't. It didn't What's hit this his... we, Kimo You didn't push the right button. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's what it was. Fine. And then me and you tried to do one after that on our own, and it was great content. It Talked was forty-five minutes. I mean, boy, I'm, were we great. Boy, were we day. great. <laughs> yes. And but the world will never know because that somehow is in the netherland of the ether. Ether. That's <laughs> yes, gone. But, well, but we are here today. We are here today. And it is crazy because, you know, we think of the podcast uh, backstage with Burgoyne and Brage, like during the season, right, John? That's kind of what we've said. Hey, when the season's going on, that's when we go on the air. And so our last broadcast technically now was last September. A lot has changed. Uh, certainly a lot has gone down since, uh, since, since September. And um, it's certainly been very, very strange. Um, what have you been up to, John? Well, the last time I saw you actually uh, in person believe it or not, I believe, was uh, we went to the George Thurgood <laughs> concert in Clearwater, Florida. And shortly after that, the season got shut down. Yeah. And we, I drove home. Uh, obviously, I haven't told the story since we haven't been on the air. But do you remember how it was crazy? The Rudy Gobert gets coronavirus. And then Donovan Mitchell gets coronavirus. And next thing you know, the NBA shuts down. And then the NHL shuts down. And then we're all sitting there going, well, are we next? And next thing you know, baseball shuts down. And, but, but, but it wasn't fully shut down. Remember, you were in your condo. I was in my hotel. We we're trying to figure it out. And then next thing you know, when we knew that it wasn't going to come back, um, people were starting to make plans. A lot of people flew back. I wasn't comfortable flying back, so I took my rental car and I drove um, all the way back to Philadelphia. I stopped in Savannah, right? And here's the funny thing. I'm, I stopped in Savannah. I have a friend of mine who lives there. And I called her up and she said, 
I said, do you have any good recommendations for a restaurant? She said, you got to go down by the river. That's the happening spot. This is uh, the day before St. Patty's Day. And she said, there's this great, there's like four or five restaurants. I'll give you three or four of them. Uh, and you can walk along and find it. So I remembered one name and I go upstairs to eat. It's probably like two in the afternoon. And the first, I go up the stairs. The first person I see is Dave Buck. Dave Buck in this random <laughs> restaurant. Vice president. Executive Dave vice Buck. president on a random restaurant random. In, in a random in city <laughs> in a random day. I didn't know he was driving back that day. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was flying back. And so, yes. Uh, and so the good news out of it, I got a free lunch out of it. So I got that going <laughs> for me. Dave had the expense account flying. Did I guess he, he did. Nice. Yes. And I drove back and did your, I took your advice. You said to listen to albums all the way through because nobody listens to albums. Correct. So from... From Clearwater, Florida to Philadelphia, I think I got through about 18 albums. Uh, <laughs> nice. It was great because, again, nobody does listen to albums anymore. Yeah. And it's great to listen to something Not top shuffled, to bottom. Not shuffled. You're listening no. to those songs the way they were meant to be played in order. Well, uh, yeah, boy, John, that seems like so long ago, doesn't it? Spring training, coming back, and so much has happened since then. I mean, it's just been, uh, we're, we are here, uh, just so our folks know, we're not in our usual, uh, in the radio booth here at Citizen Bank Park. We're in one of the auxiliary booths uh, just down the way. So we are now watching uh, the team. Uh, the Phillies are out there taking batting practice, infield practice. We're getting ready for the Mets tonight. But what's really cool is I know all you have seen the cardboard cutout. Uh, and John, it's really getting exciting because we had another uh, 1,100 or more delivered today, uh, and now it's like the whole, the whole uh, first level is Lower covered level. with cardboard cutouts. And I got to think, we got to lead the league in attendance right now with these cardboard cutouts. This is really impressive. Well, and it's not just it's our season ticket holders; it's the first responders from yep. the Moors. And from Jefferson, and they're in the uh, Diamond Club, the best seats uh, behind home plate. Um, again, we have season ticket holders. We have a lot of fans that bought cutouts. Now, we're, we are past the, the uh, order date, so I think we've put in pretty much the, the last ones. But yes. uh, we also, I don't know, I'm going to throw some people out there didn't re and see if you realize that we have them out there. You know, of course, we have Angela Cataldi and Rhea and... and uh, yes. Glenn McAnell and Ray Dittinger. Actually, there are two uh, Angelo can, Cataldi's. There's, there are. There's well, a, the Philly fan, Angelo Cataldi, and then there's the Yankee fan, uh, Angelo Cataldi, right. who the fanatic uh, didn't let him into the ballpark uh, last week, I as see. a matter of fact. And I want to get into the Philly <laughs> yeah. fanatic skits. When we, get, we also have Freddie, who is the old uh, vet press club uh, bartender. Freddie, Remember? my boy. Freddie, knew him well, who of course. passed away a while back, but uh, we have uh, Freddie up there. We have 20 members of the Philadelphia Stars. We've got uh, a lot of the uh, 19 1980 Philadelphia Phillies and coaches. Uh, a lot of people have seen the Connie Mack. Uh, you, you can't miss yeah. Connie Mack. Chuck Klein, Dick Allen, who we'll be talking yes. about as well. That's uh, very special. Tony Taylor, the beloved Tony Taylor, who passed away recently. Uh, and I don't know if I, if I said this. I talked to Tony Taylor. He's from Cuba, right? And about five years ago at Alumni Weekend, I asked him where he's from in Cuba. And his town is the exact same town my grandfather was from at Card Cardenas. And Cardenas is a small little town. Like, it's not Havana. It's yeah. this tiny, tiny little town. And I, I was shocked that my grandfather's from the same town. Very cool. Uh, yeah, John Cruck, Aaron Rowan, of course, Charlie Manuel. You got Ryan, you got Chase, you got Jimmy. Uh, you got a bunch of people from uh, that played for the Phillies, MLB Network, Dan Plesak, Jim Tomey, Pedro, uh, Bob Uecker, who did have a stint with the Phillies. And where's uh, Bob sitting, John? Is he in the, must be in the front row? <laughs> he must be in the last must row. Must be in exactly the last right. row. 
Uh, He's up we, there with Marlon Man. Yesterday, I put Marlon Man in the last row too. You know that guy usually, you know, loves to be in the first row everywhere. And I'm like, you know what, Marlon Man, it's in Bank Park. You're in the last row, so he's up in 4:33, as he should be. Uh, we have all the announcers. We've got Ben Franklin. You got Walt Whitman. Love right? the Ben Franklin one. He's in a lot of the shots. You got Rocky Balboa. You got Miles Teller, who mm-hmm. I just sent actually the, his photo to him. Uh, Questlove, Chewbacca. We got Stormtroopers. We got a lot of the mascots. You must have had some influence in that since we have uh, the crazy hot dog vendor and screwball from Reading. We got the uh, Lehigh Bacon and Lehigh Ferris and <laughs> Swoop and Gritty and Villanova Wildcat. Who are the owl? <laughs> <laughs> It's all Franklin's on his way. I think Franklin sent his picture, and uh, it wasn't uh, the mega, not enough megabytes with his picture. And we do have Fang from the unions here too. So uh, it's cool. I mean, you look at it right now, awesome. and even on TV. And I got to say, when you're looking at other games, this has a definite to me the coolest uh, visual. It, John, from where you're sitting right now, doesn't it look like they're fans in the stands? It does. You know, it, it's stiffs. really cool when you see it from a distance. When you're here at the ballpark, it looks like now when you're sitting behind them, uh, you just see the, the the white back, but. But um, it's a great look. I'm so glad we did it. You know, there's some some of the ballparks and, and hey, we're, we have our sponsors and, and the Phillies, I think, have been doing a great job of trying to incorporate our sponsors. You know, they've kind of lost out uh, with, you know, not having uh, much of a season this year. We're losing 100 games, but um, we've been doing a lot for our sponsors. But, you know, I. I I love the fact that Dick Yingling is sitting right behind his Yingling side. You yep. know? I love it. Uh, so it's just really a cool, a cool look. We, we got to lead the attendance, John. I'm, I'm certain of it. Uh, we definitely do. Hey, let's, um, let's, we talked about Dick Allen, who's yes. out there. Let's talk about Dick because Dick is one of my favorite uh, alumni. I yeah. love hanging out with Dick Allen. Uh, he is, you know, what I love about Dick is that he got hired by the Phillies, I think, in 1994, 1995, somewhere around there in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. I started in 94. So, um, you know, I'm, we're the same age. So I, Dick Allen was, I remember him more on his second stint. I, I can't really, obviously, I was born in 65 and he was a rookie in 64. Um, but I remember Dick Allen when he, when he came back to the Phillies. Sure. 75. Um, 75, yep. Yep. Um, but just even the stories you heard from our parents' generation yeah. about watching Dick Allen live, saying he's one of the most exciting players. I mean, his bat was a, what is like a 40, yeah, 40 ounce, 40 ounce yeah. bat, uh, 44 inch, I think. And you compare that to yeah. what, what the bats guys are playing with now, you know, it's much different. Uh, it's but, a tree trunk. But they were saying like when the ball, when he had home runs, they were, mm-hmm. they were like, you know, gone, like over the, over the roof. But John, here's the thing. You always heard about how exciting a player he was and excited and say, oh, and he, he would hit the, you know, the long home runs, but he was a, gr- a great player. I mean, his numbers, I mean, when I, I, it's just, he's so overdue to go into the Hall of Fame. That's well, why I think. Let's go through those numbers. It, it's crazy. He, was he dominated two, for 11 years. A power hitter with a 292 yeah. lifetime batting average. Yes. 351 home runs. Yep. 1,119 runs batted in. He played, he was a seven-time All-Star, AL MVP in 72, Rookie of the Year in 64, where he led in a lot of categories his rookie year, two-time AL home run leader, AL RBI leader. He's obviously a wall of famer. Uh, I mean, it's it's due that we are retiring. And I know we're not stat heavy here on backstage with uh, Burgoyne and Braves. However, second to only Hank Aaron in that span of... uh, 1964 to 1974, 11 seasons, second to Aaron in slugging percentage and second only to Aaron in uh, uh, OPS. 
in that 11-year span. And in terms of extra base hits, only Aaron and Billy Williams uh, had more extra base hits than Dick Allen in those 11 seasons. And we're not talking four seasons, five seasons, 11 years, you know. Well, I'm going to give you a little game here. Usually I give the quiz at the end, but I'm going to give you a little quiz, and I do have a quiz for you at the end. Uh, Okay, so Dick Allen was 94th all-time in home runs, okay, with 351. I'm going to name some players. You tell me whether that player had more home runs, career home runs than Dick Allen or less. Okay, I like that. Okay, so we'll start with George Foster. Did George Foster have more home runs than Dick Allen or less? Boy, uh, because uh, Allen had what, 351? 351. George Foster? George Foster. Got to go a little less. quicker. He had less, 348. All right, how about Jeff Kent? Did he have Jeff, Jeff Kent have more home runs than Dick Allen? Oh, please say no. He probably would. He, he probably did. had more. 377. Ah, that makes me sick. Yeah. Go ahead. How about Yogi Berra? Who had more home runs, Yogi Berra or Dick Allen? I'll say Dick. Actually, Yogi Berra had 358. <sighs> Boog Powell. Dick Allen had more than Boog he Powell. He did. He did. Don Baylor. I think he had more than Don Baylor. He did have more than Don Baylor. How about Daryl Evans? No, I think Daryl Evans had no. more than Dick Allen, no? Uh, Dick, yes, he did have more, 414, yep. uh, which is weird. Daryl Evans is one of, I think, four players to have 100 home runs at three different teams. Eesh. How about that? Um, all right, last one, Dave Parker. Um, Dave what? Parker, I'll say... Had less home he runs. He had less, exactly right. Hey, right. I did pretty good with you, that. You Give did. me some credit, you bro. Did. You I did. think I only got one wrong there. You did very good. So anyway, so when we hired Dick Allen to work in our community I, relations. I don't think Rob Brooks is sitting right here. I don't I, think he he blew right over that. Like well, that I, I just I, dominated I, I his quiz. The bar was high. I expected <laughs> him to 50, do well. 50. I was a good true and false guy in school, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a shame they didn't have that on the SATs. Yeah, so I did true, true. <laughs> They're not going to throw three trues in a row. I'm going to throw false. All right. So we hired him. If you Remember, as a community relations director, he worked with Rob Holiday in our RBI, you know, development. Uh, he did a lot of uh, the summer camps. Um, but I remember I took yeah. him around to radio stations when we first hired him, and we we hit like four or five radio stations everywhere we went. Everyone's like Dick Allen, Dick Allen. They called him out in the street, I'm like, "Oh my God!" Like you were my favorite baseball player telling stories. At the end of the day, we get back in the car, and Dick said. Uh, you know what, John? I, I was a little nervous about the, coming back and you know taking this job and, and in Philadelphia. I didn't know what, how I was going to receive, but man, the, I said, Dick. Everyone I talked to is like, you're a legend in their minds, yes. and you know, worship. So, and you know what? He's been great. I talked to Rob Holiday today, uh, just talking about Dick, um, and he was just saying how great he was as far as dealing with the coaches. And the funny thing is, he had this reputation. Again, this is before really our time. You know, right, he, right. he had this reputation as a divisive character, outspoken character. Yeah. If you talk to anybody, whether it's the ground crew, whether it's you know teammates or somebody, they loved Dick Allen. I, I think that was a little uh, over. I mean, he had a tough ride too. Tough when ride. He, when he when he was in minor leagues down in Arkansas. Yes. I mean, he was you know he. Um, was tortured. I mean, he was, there was a lot of racism back then. And, yeah. you know, he really had a tougher, he, he, he called his mom. Rob was telling me, he called his mom, said, I don't know if I can handle this. And the mom said, Dick, you God gave you a talent. Go back and I know you can figure out a way to deal with it. And obviously he did. And he turned around to be not only, you know, the best player on that team, but that he's in the hall of fame down there in the Arkansas travelers. I think that's the team down there. Um, but just what a great human being. Again, it's a testament that Mike DiMuzio and Froggy and all the ground <laughs> crew, you know, he was great friends with, mm. with our uh, clubhouse guys, mm-hmm. you know, back then, traveling secretary, all the, you know, all the behind the scenes people. And to me, that says a lot about a player when, yes. they're, when they're very good friends with, again, the behind the scenes people, not just like the superstars on your team.
Yeah, no, I agree. Everything you just said. I mean, we've known him to be, and and actually, he just put out a, a statement, and you can just tell he's just so um, uh, he really appreciates it too, John. Yep. You know, and it's great this time of his life. He can, uh, you know, he, he he's never seemed to be to me to be an angry guy. I mean, yep. we've always known him to Happy be happy go lucky. Yeah, yeah. Again, so. my the most fun. Uh, really fun person yeah. to hang out with. I know he appreciates it. And what's cool about it too, John, it does open the door a little bit to, okay, maybe we don't have to retire a number of just Hall of Famers. Yeah, uh, I guess so it now could it open opens up the that 2008 door. guys. Yeah, yeah. Are, Which, you know what? It, 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 it makes for great barroom talk. You know, it's like, should a guy's number be retired or yep. not? I mean, really, when you think of our three infielders, you know, between uh, Ryan Rowell, Chase and yeah, yep, Jimmy, you know, those three guys are the best that played at our position. And I've always thought they're three numbers that should be retired. And, uh, you know, our, we've been around since 1883. They're the three best players ever played their position you know how can't their numbers be retired but so now uh, you know because I, I who do you think out of those three guys get into the hall of fame in the, Ryan, in the baseball hall in of the fame baseball hall of fame i think there's in my opinion there's one guy that has a chance and it but even then i think it's kind of he's got a you know he's an underdog in that chance it's jimmy rollins why jimmy, is he an underdog there though I, I you know i think his numbers compare certainly to like a barry larkin who was yes, the last one correct. to come in so if you're comparing it to barry larkin he, he's in his numbers should be in yeah um but uh you know he's the all-time hit leader on the phillies yes so that helps yes um and plus he just had that that uh, charisma and, and the uh the moxie that you know when he told the mets you know who were playing tonight uh, that yeah. basically, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was our team leader. Right. Well, we'll say. I but love going it. back to Dick, he has one Go shot. Ahead. I think it's one more chance, and that's this December. I believe it's December sixth of a veterans committee veterans last committee, year yeah. on the ballot. Uh, from well, he was only he missed one, by one vote. vote. <laughs> so maybe this will help propel him to get into the Hall of Fame, which I would be so. well deserved. He needs it. Uh, hey, and I just wanted to let you. We were just talking about what we've been up to, and then we'll get into it a little bit uh, more. But today. Uh, there was the press conference to announce the drive-in, uh, the drive-in Live Nation and the Phillies of Combined Forces out in the parking lot starting August 16th. Uh, the Fanatic was there for the press conference for the, well, they've already made the announcement, but the, the stage is being built as we speak. And uh, it's going to be a pretty cool event. We, I know they're, they're already selling out, John, uh, a bunch of these shows. There are going to be 12 shows. Uh, we got bands like the Struts and a Grateful Dead band that we both know, Dark Star, Dark Star. Orchestra. They're playing twice. Yeah, we got the one. Um, there's a comedian who's really big, Bill Kreischer. Uh, he's, I think, already sold out. But um, it's going to be a pretty cool event down here. There's also pigeons playing ping pong. Don't forget them. <laughs> now, if John, if you were, I, you, you maybe you're not the right guy to ask because you'll just go to see any kind of music, or whatever. But you know how this works. You stay in your car, yep. or you can. You can, there's space that you can get out of your car. Everybody, you know, should be wearing masks when they get out of their car. Uh, they are going to have the parking spots spaced out. But you actually listen to the music through the radio. Yep, through uh, frequency. Like even with the band, the band's going to be playing right up there, but they're not going to be plugged in. Yeah, you can't hear if you're outside. Yes. Walking past the sidewalk, you it's, can't hear. Now, if you were, I, mean, I just think of my son, he's 25 years old, my oldest, Andrew. And uh, I told him that. He's like, oh, I'm definitely telling my friends. And, you know, they've been locked. We've all been locked up for so long. Right. And for kids who are in their 20s, it's like, you know, you're not really out dating. Dating's hard. You know, you can't come down here to the ballpark, sit in Bank Park and, you know, hook up, you know, or, you know, take your uh, first date to, you know, a Phillies game. So it, it's it doesn't surprise me that they're kind of selling out a lot of these shows. But yeah, there's still tickets available. Yeah, you said that. the struts. You've got AJR, which is sold out uh, twice. Mm -hmm. 
pigeons playing ping pong. Now they are. I love jam band music. If yeah. you want to call it that. Uh, and they're really good. Fun, fun act. Uh, they are playing on the 21st. You got the front bottoms. You got Mount joy. Who's from uh, the Philadelphia area. Um, you hear them on, on local station XPN, uh, the subtronics with special guests, Minnesota and level up. And you got Smith and Myers and Lotus another uh, they're, they're jam band type. And as you mentioned, dark star orchestra is playing twice. They, re- they replicate grateful dead shows. So they'll yes. play, you know, 1975 Syracuse, right. you know, in <laughs> June. <laughs> right. And they'll replicate the whole show front and back. And they are phenomenal. And DJ Jazzy Jeff is back in town, right? Uh, yeah. Well, there's the last a Labor show. Day comedy jam yeah. uh, featuring Michael Blackson, Capone, Talent, Teray, and Skeet Carter with special guests DJ Jazzy Jeff and Corey Towns. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be pretty so it's, cool. It's pretty cool. I think, uh, are, are you going to try to come down? I'd like to, I'm just out of curiosity sake, I'm kind of curious Dark to Dark see Star how. Would, or Pigeons Playing Ping Pong would, would be the one that would lure me down here. All right. Um, but let's also talk about, I want to know, because I think a lot of listeners want to know, what has a fanatic been doing during games? You uh, see, you see, and how do you find you? Because I know sometimes you're on the broadcast, but also the fanatic has his own Instagram. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, the fanatic John, he's, you know, it's it's a responsibility. You know, he is representing the Philadelphia sports fan. Now, can you imagine? We got the cardboard cutouts, but there are no fans allowed at the ballpark. We have millions of fans. They all want to be here, and the fanatic is the only one let in. So. He's, um, you know, it's, but it's, so it's really strange. You know, you just, he feeds off the energy of the crowd. So not having that, uh, you know, it's been a little rough for him, but he also, I think is, yeah, playing to the cameras a little bit, you know, and trying to come up with, you know, some skits that maybe will wind up on TV. Cause John, if it doesn't wind up on TV or the Fanatics Instagram account, it's like if a tree falls in the woods, you know, what's been your favorite thing so far that the Fanatics done? Well, let's see. He's had fun with some of the cu- cardboard cutouts. You know, he, he's uh, unleashed some silly string on a Marlins, uh, you know, fan. Uh, he just relocated an Oriole fan from the first row to the last row. Um, what are you doing for Mets? Or what's a fanatic doing <laughs> for the Mets? I think there might be an, uh, a couple of Met opposing fans. Uh, we also kind of a little bit of sleight of hand and some camera trickery uh film some things and we were trying to make it look like it was happening during the game you know the fanatic is in the stands can't come on the field but is still harassing the umpires and as a matter of fact tonight i don't know when this is going to air but i think uh you, you might see the fanatic hassling an umpire didn't you see you know we had an umpire out there you might have looked a little like ron d bases <laughs> and uh, our friend matt Naylor, yes. who was the previous guest on yes. Philly's backstage. it looked just like that Mar- <laughs> yeah. marlins fan too. but th- uh, th- did you see what we did uh, Matt's out there. He's dressed as an umpire. Right. And uh, he goes to uh, get some hand sanitizer out of his pocket. And he notices he's out of hand sanitizer. Well, then the fanatic is in the front row right by the third base tunnel. And he's waving to uh, the umpire. Like, hey, help him out. I'm going to help you out. I have, you know, and, he, and he's trying, he's making the motion like, oh, hand sanitizer. I got it over here. Well, the fanatic had a 300 gallon uh, tank with a big sign that says hand sanitizer on the side. And with a fireman's hose, the umpire comes over and uh, the umpire gets squirted with uh, And did that to delay sanitizer. the game for 20 minutes? <laughs> well, like I said, a little bit of trickery with cameras. So, uh, I did see the fanatic no on home plate during a game one time. Yes, right? early on, you know, uh, he has to be careful that, you know. Say, did uh, he get in trouble? Can, uh, he hasn't gotten in trouble yet. You might see the fanatic get back there again. He's got a few things up his sleeve, but uh, you can't go to that well too often because he doesn't want the commissioner calling him. Right. <laughs> 
All right. Good. But it is uh, very strange down here, you know, just to not have any any fans. So the Fanatic isn't getting hounded with pictures. He's, uh, you know, you've seen him with the flag. You know, after games, he's waving the uh, a flag after wins. And uh, that stuff is hard to do when there's a crowd because if the Fanatic is standing still and he's in the a section waving a flag, he's getting crushed, you know. So What about lineups? Does the Fanatic do, do lineups? Like, uh, one of my favorite parts was the Fanatic doing lineups out on the field. You'd say, you know, Carlos know. Ruiz, and you'd get down there like a he's jockey. He's not allowed on the field, John. So there's been no uh, mimicking of the players or the uh, coaches. So how would you mimic if I just if I had a couple of players? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jay Bruce, like how would you do Jay Bruce? Jay like Bruce. His big, his big, would you do Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, he's a rocker, right? Yeah. So how do you imitate? How does a fanatic imitate Jay, uh, well, Bruce Springsteen? The fanatic, I think, does Pete Townsend windmills <laughs> okay. as a rock and roll guy, and and nobody gets it. And, right. You know, the fanatic chuckles to himself, and that's about it because gotcha. nobody else gets it. All right. Uh, we're talking about weirdness too. So it's weird for the fanatic. How weird must it have been for Alex Bohm's uh, parents and girlfriend? Did you watch that? Yes, the other I night? did. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was like watching the NFL draft. Remember that was on yes. Zoom and same thing. That's they go exactly to the family. what it was. Yes. And yeah, it was weird that uh, also I, I, did a, I did a screenshot. I think it was it Matt Bream um, who uh, said Mike Schmidt's debut there was like 5,700 people in the crowd. And he said, there's about that. I don't know how many cutouts there are, but, you know, I don't know what the comparison between Mike Schmidt's debut and Alec Bones, <laughs> you know, debut. Not that I'm comparing the two. I know, but how but strange are they? You know, they showed it on the broadcast that mom and dad are in, a, in their living room. His girlfriend's, girlfriend's in, in another other, living yeah. room. And he, he first time at bat, he gets a double Triple, down the left double, field right, line. Right. And they're going crazy. But uh, kind of a shame, you know, that, um, you know, for some of these players, Spencer Howard made his MLB uh, debut. And uh, Connor Brogdon, yeah, yeah, can't, you know, unfortunately, they haven't had their, their family and friends here, but yep, it's different, it is. And uh, you know, going off topic, not just the fanatic, but yourself, what have you, COVID wise, in this whole weird times, what are the what are the, some of the positives that you, Tom Burgoyne, have gotten out of this? Positives, yeah, some uh, of the positives, there aren't too many positives, certainly, uh, you know, seeing a little bit more of uh, the family and the, yeah. the kids, my middle son, uh, Dan. Uh, is back from college. He went to school in Central Florida, but now he's um, in a, a physical therapy uh, program in college at Newman. And uh, it's all online. So, uh, you know, we've got a room at the house. He's living back with us. So that's great. Yeah, so Matthew's seeing, looking at colleges. Yeah, yeah. So we were just down at, uh, you know, University of Virginia, John, and also... Um, William & Mary. William & Mary, yeah. So we went on a, a, a two-day trip, you know, just last weekend uh, to check out those colleges. So that, nice. was, that was pretty cool. But there, other than that, there's not too much positive yeah, about this. Yeah, and I'm the same way. I mean, it's, it's, it, we're so, it's so funny. You're so used to living here at the ballpark. 27 years for me, longer for you, where you're used to being here for a 10-game homestand, you know, leaving the house at 7.30, getting home at 11.30, you know, not seeing your family maybe for like five days, yes. um, except for maybe the weekend a little bit. Um, so for me, it's it's... It is family time. The dog, uh, I have a, uh, a dog named Cricket. Cricket, used, my wife used to be her favorite, right? But now that I'm the one taking her for walks all the time, that she follows me around. So now yeah. Jill calls the dog Benedict Arnold uh, <laughs> because she's basically you know, become well, a trader Well, that's a positive. You that's got a positive. Cr Cricket's now... Uh, we, we got a Peloton. You know. 
if you had heard oh, our show that got that we couldn't air, yes. I, I mentioned this. So we got the Peloton back in I think uh, March. Yep. And it's been great. I love it. I've never been on a bike before. Uh, Have you been using it, John? You know I'm what? looking at you That's over there. That's not very nice. I've been doing long walks, <laughs> doing right. my push-ups, playing a lot of tennis, uh, just so it physically doesn't show, but mentally it's showing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I've been actually been binge-watching certain shows, which I never watch TV, and yeah. now now that you know, there wasn't a whole lot of sports on, so did check out a couple of shows and gave you some recommendations. Yeah, you've gotten some recommendations. I actually read a book about the American Revolution. It was great. That's why seeing Ben Franklin down there in the first row is, is great because the uh, book was awesome. Yeah, I'm reading it. a book right now about yeah. George Washington's spies during the Revolution. I read that book. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, it's real good. George yeah. Washington was the man. We've got to get a cutout of George Washington. We do. Tom, are we getting close to the uh, quiz? Are oh, yeah, getting... that's right. You have a quiz for me? Is that I right? do. I do. All right. I've, d- I've done a quiz for you in the past. But th- I figured this one would be non-baseball related for the most part. And it's not a quiz about me. No, I did very well on the quiz about It's not about me. you, and it's not even about baseball. It's, it's, oh. it's random general oh, theory. Are, you, are we ready for this yet? Theory. Are okay. we wrapping up here now? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Are you, so there's going to be eight questions. Okay. Okay. Now, this is, you know, a lot of my spare time, I've been reading books about uh, different presidents, and I've been, uh, I read a book about a, uh, well, you'll, you'll see, some of these questions have uh, part of what I've read and Gosh. what I've seen. So you're going to quiz me on the books that you've read? (laughs) Yes. And some other random things. This is not right. Yes, it is. is, All right. This is flawed. This is a flawed quiz. How many do you want out of it? You think you should be able to get six out of eight? Six out of eight. That's what what we usually do with our listeners. You're not going to win any. You're not going to win any. Oh, you know what? You could win maybe. Maybe uh, this Sunday is the 100th anniversary of the Nigger Leagues. Yes. Right? So Major League Baseball is doing a huge celebration across baseball. And I know there, uh, we were supposed to give away these Andrew McCutcheon uh, T-shirts on the back. Andrew McCutcheon on the back, Philadelphia Stars on the front. I'll see if I can worm one out of Scott Brandon. I would love one of And give those. it to you because yes. it's, a, it's a big hit. I would love it. All right. So, All right. Here we go. So that, that I'm is not a, confident, that, by, by the way. By the way, that is a veritative Andrew McCutcheon Philadelphia Stars T-shirt. So, All right. Ready? Now, again, you're going to be lucked out by multiple choice. So the first one is, Ooh, as you know, I, I married into a... Um, a uh, candy business. Yes. Uh, what was the top-selling chocolate bar in 2019? Was it Snickers, Hershey, Kit Kat, or Milky Way? Snickers, Hershey, Kit Kat, or Milky Way? The top-selling chocolate bar in 2019. Well, I'm just going to be guessing here, Okay. John. Well, use your uh, deductive reasoning, I guess. If, there you know, is, if there's I, any way you can... De- I, I, I'll, I'm not even going to get fancy. I think people... Just like... Like half the world likes vanilla is like their favorite, you know, uh, yeah. you know, flavor in ice cream. I'm gonna just say the Hershey chocolate bar classic is that, number one. That is incorrect. It is yeah, Snickers. It. Snickers. All right. Snickers. I'm already down. All, All right. right. Go ahead. <laughs> right. I'm Tell you what, if you go 0 for 8, it'll count as a win. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is the least populated state in the country? The least populated state in the country. So the people, you know, the state with the <laughs> least amount Go of people. Ahead. Is it New Hampshire, Wyoming, Vermont, or Alaska? New Hampshire, Vermont, Wyoming, or Alaska? I have been to this state, if that helps. I'll say Wyoming. <laughs> Wyoming is correct. That helped, John, because I remember you went to the Dude Ranch. I did I go to the Dude Ranch. I want to do that. You had to do the Dude Ranch. Uh, right. Triangle X, the best. All right. I read this book. Uh... What is the Guinness Book of World Records for the highest number of fatalities from one tiger? Uh, it is the huh. Ch- uh, Champawat Tiger. 
that killed a bunch of people in India and Nepal. One tiger did one it? Tiger. One tiger. It, it was tiger. the biggest serial killer wow. animal ever, right? It's called the Champawat tiger. Again, killed people back at the turn of the century, turn of the 20th century huh. uh, in India and Nepal. Is it 150, 250, 436, or 1,050? 436. <laughs> See, you used Good. your deductive I reasoning did, I did. that it you're wasn't giving, a, it yeah, wasn't you're, a you're prime number. Here, it was, yes. There you go. It would have been kind of funny if the if the tiger was like, eh, I hit five hundred right on the nose. I think I'll stop there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so you're on a roll there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. All right. All right. All right. I read a book on uh, two books on Winston Churchill this off season, so that got me into thinking, which one of these is not or which one, of the, which one of these is was not a prime minister of England? I've got three guys that are prime ministers and one person's not. Now, would you have known this if you hadn't read the book? Probably would because I do like history. I know, but... All right, ready? I read a book about Steve Martin right. during the break. I mean, like, he's reading about Winston Churchill. <laughs> Here we go. Harold, go Harold Wilson, Clement Attlee, Gordon Ramsay, Neville <laughs> Chamberlain. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is correct Bang. because he is a cook. He's a He's cook. a chef. Yes. Look at you. You're three out of four I right am, now. I am. I'm coming back. You're on a roll. All right. All right. All right. I think you're going to do pretty well I here. Need, okay. Ready? Yep. Which school, which college, university, buries their mascot inside their stadium? Is it NC State, Notre Dame, BYU, or Georgia? That's not right. I'll go Georgia, the Bulldogs. Yes, because Oogie is their mascot, yeah. and every time they pass away, they bury him in the yeah, stadium. Because, like, you know, Notre Dame would have been, like, the leprechaun. Yeah, you can't bury the leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a little strange. Okay. Or Aga, what did I say? Oogie, Aga, Aga, Oogie. All right, I got that one. Look at you. You're on the a Bulldogs. roll. All right. You are right now four. You only need two at the next I, I, three. I, I, no, because I, th- uh, right? I, can, I can still get six of eight. So I need one of the next, okay. don't I? I don't I don't know. No, you're right. You okay. got three more. You need, yeah, 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 you, need, yeah. you need three more questions you need. Right. All right, here we go. <laughs> Only president. I uh, did read a book on James Garfield. Oh, look so at you. Got me you of, am I supposed to be impressed you're reading yes. all these... All right. I did ad libs in the... Uh, the, oh. <laughs> the only president to become chief justice of the Supreme Court after being president. Huh. So there's one president who, after he became president, I he went on to become that. chief justice of the Supreme Court. That's pretty impressive. Was it Benjamin Harrison, Chester Arthur, Millard Fillmore, or William Taft? I'll go Millard Fillmore. <laughs> How about that Millard Fillmore? Was he? No, it was the heaviest president. It was, was William it Taft. Taft. Yes. All right. So now you have to go two for two. Was Millard Fillmore a president? Yes, he was. Okay. All four well, of those were. I don't sound Yeah, we so had a lot stupid. of obscure presidents from Ohio. All right. So and you're right. I got to get one of these two. Yeah, right. but I think you're going to do well here. Oh, no. I mean, I got to get, get both of these. Yeah. Right, right, right. But this Jeez. one should be a layup for you. All right. All right. Uh, in Animal House, oh. right? Oh, thank there you. There was a singer-songwriter who had his guitar smashed to pieces by John Belushi right. because he was singing, I gave my love a, yeah, a, a, a flower. Cherry that had no stone. A chicken that had no bones. Right. All right, go, wow. All right. So that, it was a, a real yeah. singer-songwriter. I remember the dude. It was a real singer-songwriter. Yeah. From the, a one-hit wonder kind of guy from the 70s. Was it Dan Fogelberg, no. Stephen Bishop, Cat Stevens, or Gilbert O'Sullivan? Dan Fogelberg, Stephen Bishop, Cat Stevens, or Gilbert O'Sullivan? Uh, I'm going to go Gilbert O'Sullivan. <laughs> no! Ah, I'll give you Stephen another chance. Bishop. Stephen Bishop. Okay, yeah, give me he, a chance. He's the one on who sang one. on and on. On and on. And who was Gilbert O'Sullivan? He sang. Uh, uh, he, was, he sang the song. Um, I, just saw, I just had yeah, it on uh, my satellite radio right, the other day. Uh, 
I forget. Alone again. Alone, Alone again. again. Naturally. Naturally. All right, last uh, one. All right, you're giving me a gift here, but go ahead. All right, last one. Both of us have watched one of our favorite shows we watched on Netflix is uh, is an, a show based in Israel. It's an Israeli show. It's been very good. Fauda. It was a very good recommendation. Fauda, F A U D A on Netflix. Very good. It's been very good. So, which uh, this is the last question? What continent is Israel <laughs> a part of? What continent is it? Africa, Europe, Asia, or South America? <laughs> If you say South America, <laughs> you're never allowed to do a quiz anymore. No, it's so, Africa. So you have a 33.3% chance Africa. of getting it. Uh, that is incorrect. Brooksy, would you say <sighs> Europe or Asia? Israel, part of what continent? Europe or Asia? Huh? Asia. All right. He said Asia, and Brooksy is correct. Oh, so I Brooksy stink. should be doing this quiz <laughs> yeah, instead of you. And you do not win the veritable John, how, Andrew McCutcheon how many times have we discussed that um, geography wasn't my strong suit? <laughs> In 12 years of Catholic education, I never had a, and of course Drexel, uh, five years, another five years of Drexel, I never had a geography class. Now, I don't, I, I think I'm decent, but I'm not, like, like I, I don't do the capitals, like I'm really bad with capitals, and if you gave me the map of the United States, I'd probably get 40 of the 50. Like, but, the, but the fanatic has South been to Dakota five of the seven continents. <laughs> I, yeah. Yes, right? But as we know, he's kind of screwed that up a little bit he too, did, knowing yeah. where uh, where he was at certain times. But Well, thank you for playing the game. There'll be no parting gifts. <laughs> Good. I don't deserve a parting gift. <laughs> uh, John, it's great to be back, pal. Well, guess who we have next week? Yeah, we're, uh, Assuming we don't screw this one up. I know. We're coming back strong with a guest next week. How about that? Jason Stark. Yeah, it'll be great. That'll be fun. We Jason's both love Jason. Hall He's of a Famer. Hall of Famer. Yep. And we love him. And uh, if we can figure out this portable machine. Now, normally, this is the time we thank Rob Brooks. Right. Uh, but since... We're, we're just doing this off a portable machine, and he's over there just... Well, know. he did set it up yeah, for he us. Did. <laughs> and we did try to write it down I know. so and we can do it on our own next time. No, but and we're going to be calling Rob next Rob. week when we have Jason on the telephone. <laughs> right. We're like, Rob, how do you work this thing? So, Rob, I, I didn't say anything bad about you. We still love he's you. He's the best. We're still going to be thanking you every week, even though you'll be still in bed when we're doing our podcast, if we can do it. I hope we don't screw it up with Jason. I so. don't think we will. Hopefully, we'll be posting another podcast. Thanks for listening. John, uh, I'm not going to see you. Usually, we say, we'll see you at the ballpark. We tell our listeners, so we're not going to see you at the ballpark. Well, I'll see you at the ballpark next Friday. Yeah, that's right. If we're if we're doing the Jason, we're going to be together for that, <laughs> we right? We will be, yes. We can't do it remotely. And we are six feet apart, just to let you know. Yeah, we are. We are. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, and hopefully, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.